Welcome back to episode 7 of Check for Traps. Last time our adventurers found their way down into a large chamber underground after floating across a gravity-like chasm. Roscoe saw a cave that looked promising, covered with stalagmites and stalactites. Entering, they quickly found the gem they were seeking from the paintings on the wall at the hut. Deducing they were actually inside a living creature, they decided to try to snatch the gem and run away. Things didn't work out for our poor Sassafras as she ended up being knocked unconscious on their way out. Thankfully, Slick was able to bound back into the creature's maw and pull her from harm's way. They worked their way down another cave where they found an exit leading to the goblin village where they decided they would wait till evening, then go commandeer a boat. Let's follow along and see what events unfold. All right, so your long rest is finished. Everybody's back up to full life, full spell slots, 100% ready to go. The sun has begun to set, and you are currently looking at the backside of a waterfall with what you assume is the goblin town on the other side. What do you do? Yeehaw! Let's go steal a boat. Guess we're going to go raid. <laughs> There's a difference between raiding and stealing a boat. Yeah, normally they're 10 or 25, man. We're going to go still. All right. So the goal is to go get a boat? Yes. Okay. Um, Have they started their nightly ritual? There is not any loud, rambunctious noises yet. But you're not sure. You can't really tell without looking out if the city has begun to congregate in an area or if there's still the hustle and bustle going on. We can sneak down through there and see if we can notice anything maybe the ritual will start by the time we get there i mean we just need to get out of here yeah i agree let's go get a boat i'm tired of being here i hate eating these berries okay all right so um you guys walk up to the waterfall and uh, there's kind of a a watery ledge that you found when you two were urinating off of the waterfall (laughs) that you know that you can walk down and in the concealment of the rocks, for the most part, kind of evaluate the situation. So everybody just roll me a perception check real quick, kind of looking at the village to see how much information you garner. Nat 20. Nat 20. Roscoe's on a roll. 16. 16. 15. Wow, you all rolled really well. Okay, so all of you uh, were able to gather that the celebrations are beginning essentially maybe this would be like their dinner time ritual they are beginning to congregate to the center building what sassafras would recognize as the large boat where she went to when she saw blurt at the top of the boat is kind of a platform that has been built and there are there is a large bonfire that is being grown up and you just kind of see the people beginning to congregate towards the center of the village um, we will say that Roscoe, you are able to tell that there are some guard towers up and you do see that there are guards in the towers, but probably none that are going to be directly in your path if you were to try to go to the docks, but there are guards that are kept in position. Everything seems, looks pretty fine, but we should still be sneaky because I point up there to the guard towers, um, you know, we don't want to get caught by them. Your armor. Hello. I'm thinking. <laughs> nice, bright, shiny armor? Heavy armor? Oh, yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. I hope so. 
All right, let's continue sneakily. I so, wanna, um, oh, go ahead. Before we go down the waterfall, I want to sneeze. Just to get it out of the way? Just to get it out of the way. Okay, you successfully sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> now just don't roll in that one. <laughs> All right, are you guys going to go on land or by water? Because you can follow the water. The waterfall goes out to the ocean. Or you can kind of like scurry through the rocks. Oh. I think following the water and then getting out on the beach would be the easiest. I agree. Splish, splash. Maybe not exactly like, you know, walking down the middle. Like, I picture it, town on one side, river, and then we're walking on the opposite side of the little river. Like, putting the river between us oh, and okay. the town. I got you. And we're not like, like, we're on the side. We're on the banks of the river. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, that's no problem. You yeah, guys could yeah, yeah. pretty easily. So, all I'm going to need... From each one of you, we're just going to make this nice and simple. Roll me stealth checks. I got new dice, so here's hoping. Here's hoping. You look happy. 16. Okay, good. 18. 18. 17. Did you roll with disadvantage, Roscoe? 11. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so 11 is still plenty good uh, to sneak past. It's not... We're not making this really hard. It's dusk. Um, Historically speaking, dusk is always the hardest time to see any movements or anything anyway. So you guys kind of managed to make your way down to the beach without any troubles. Um, Across, you're going to have to cross the river one more time before you can actually get to the docks. Looking at the docks, there is probably an array of between 15 and 20 different vessels or boats that you are able to pick from. They range in size from small boats to large boats, from rowboat to sailboat. Some have like furnishings on them. Some of them look empty. Probably a small sail would be best. Yeah, smaller would probably be better. Small would be best. We don't need to bring a lot of attention to ourselves. Or what's closest to us. The, the closest thing to you, we will leave up to fate. Let's see here. The closest one to you is a rowboat. A galleon. Okay, no, don't want that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not too far down. Um, just a couple little moored a little bit further down is probably a good-sized boat, no more than maybe 20-foot length with one mast going up. So it's just one sail. Uh, there's yeah. some bigger ones if you wanted. No, no, that is plenty. You guys are good with that? Okay, so are you going to, because you're going to have to either get up on the dock and actually walk to this boat or, you know, sneak to this boat? Or are you going to try to swim out to it? How do you want to get to this boat? Uh, what do you guys think? Remember, I can, like, turn into a mouse or something, but that won't be able to get the boat really far to you guys. But it's an option to do something. I can't swim yet, though. Can't make animals to swim. Either way, I'm going to that boat. Uh, How far is it? From where you are right now? Yep. Probably about 100 yards. That's a lot of swimming. <laughs> a lot of swimming. Especially for somebody in heavy armor. Well, okay, <laughs> wait. Why won't we take the rowboat? He'll use the shield to, to float on. <laughs> why won't we take the rowboat to that boat? The chance of getting spotted with a rowboat and the splashing. If we be quiet and calm, like we don't have to like, <laughs> we can just go slow. You're still mm-hmm. moving though. I mean, I, I think it would be just as easy to sneak across the docks. Well, what does Sassafras think? Um, either way, I'm getting out of here because I can be little and unseen. 
but I'm afraid that probably being sneaky would be your best. Well, see, you can't swim because of your heavy armor. You can't sneak because of your heavy armor. You're the problem here. <laughs> well, you guys can just leave me here. I mean, I'm just kidding. We wouldn't leave you here. We're going to sneak across the docks. I guess we'll sneak across the docks. Okay. So the three of you begin the uh, Pink Panther theme song as you begin sneaking. All right. Let's. We're going to find out real quick. Can I? But Go ahead. Well, I wanted to be like some sort of smaller animal, but I'm afraid I'd drown in the water, so never mind. Okay. Um, so the while you're walking along the guard tower that would be closest to you, they're not so much focused on the docks. They're watching more, it seems you get the impression, more threats from the island, maybe. Trying to just keep an eye on that. There's not a whole lot else going on on this side. So it's pretty easy. They're pretty distracted. You guys manage to get up to the docks and sneak your way along. Every now and then a board will kind of creak a little bit under Roscoe's heavy weight from his armor. Uh, but you manage to stay nice and nice and quiet for the most part. And you reach the boat without any sort of problem. Good idea. Are, are there any paddles on the boat? So, all right. I mean, so we could kind of ease it out into the right, water right. Okay. before we let up sail. So you, you, the three of you get to the boat, and it is tied off to the dock. So looking down into the boat, it actually, it's a small boat, but it actually has quite a bit of barrels and chests and items just kind of strewn about, kind of like a goblin. It's a goblin vessel, right? So right. it's not clean by any means there is a lot of items so there there are definitely paddles on there without any problem there's a bunch of rope on there um the like i say the biggest thing that stands out to you that is on this boat is a rather large chest you know whenever we get to um land we can sell all this stuff and you well know. let's first get away from this island first before we do anything we'll discuss all that later let's get out of here Okay, the three of you. Uh, okay, who is proficient at sailing? Who has any idea on how to sail? Did any of you have any backstory, Roscoe? You're the only one that comes to my mind real quick because you are working on the boat. I would, yeah. That you have kind of an idea. I don't. Maybe. Okay, I, I'm not like your handyman, you know, like to the bell. <laughs> <laughs> but I have an idea. Okay. All right. So you is he going to be kind of the? Sure, we'll let him take the okay. lead. You don't have to navigate by the stars or anything like that. Now, at nighttime, you can't see anything, right? It's dark. But during the daytime, you know that you can see the mainland. So you're not going to be stuck trying to figure out. So you're not worried about navigation. You're more just worried about working the sails and making sure that you don't break the mast with strong winds, blah, blah, blah. So... Um, you want to grab the paddles and kind of start untie from the dock. Right, and, and try to get it out on out in the water just, where they can't see us. So for who who is paddling? I will be pad- paddling You're, for sure. This is a very large boat, so it will actually take two people at least. Like one person on either side is going to have to work. Yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be me and Roscoe. It had to be. Oh, yeah, that's true. So Sassafras? Are I you, guess I'm steering. You're gonna Okay, you're going to be on the rudder? 
Sure. Okay, so you're kind of working the rudder, and you've got these two kind of working their their paddles. So let's roll. This is going to be an interesting one. I want a teamwork. Roll me a, a d20, and don't add any modifiers to it, just for working together as a team. Because if you have ever canoed or kayaked with somebody else when two people are not working in conjunction with the oars oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Things? if we all get nat ones we're all working together very lazily but oh then bad things happen oh, okay <laughs> i got a six 16 10 okay Nothing, nothing horrible. So you kind of, you, you start We're kind to, of doing a little bit of fishtailing. <laughs> yeah, a little, little back and forth. But for the most part, you're able to kind of look at each other and kind of, okay, down, push, up, down, push, up. And you, like you say, kind of do a little bit of a fishtail action for a while, but slow and steady as um, Sassafras is working the rudder with, with relative ease. You guys managed to kind of brush out at one point coming out of the dock. You come really close to another boat. And Roscow, you take the oar and kind of like push against the other boat to push to help keep you away from it. And guides you without any real real trouble. The seas right now, real still, real calm. Nothing too crazy as far as waves. Uh, would you like to check the weather? Sassafras? Oh, sure. I'll use my druid craft to check the, well, yeah, to check the weather and see in this area if there's going to be anything coming up. And I don't remember what I have to do to do that. I believe it's just a verbal. I believe it is, too. It's a cantrip. All right. So without any trouble, you kind of sit there and quietly focus on the weather as you trying to decide. So we're going to roll. To decide if you um, are going to have good weather or not. You get the sense that it's going to be a little windy. Waves might be a little bit high for the evening, for tonight, for the next eight hours. But nothing, no storms like that from the, the horizon. So you think you'll be okay. All right. Um, hey, guys, there might be a little wind tonight. We might want to be a little careful, but I think we'll be okay. Well, I think we need to let up the sail then. If the wind's blowing our way. You guys are far enough away from the, the village now. That you could probably unfurl the the sails. Let's take up the sail. Let's get going. All right, Roscow. Roscow, you um, knowing what to look for, you untie the knot without any problems. You lower the jib, and you manage to position the sail in a fashion that the wind suddenly catches the sails and they just billow out. And you notice the 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 boat itself starts to lean to one side from from catching the wind because it's caught such a, a burst of speed not in threat of flipping or anything but it continues to uh, continue in the, in the direction of the wind which is from your positioning on the island you gather the wind is taking you more it's taking you towards the mainland but more south into the mainland if that makes sense it's not just a straight beeline you could probably try to do a straight beeline, but you're not going to be with the wind if you do that. I want to say to myself, like, huh, that's how they did it. <laughs> I'm good at this. Wow. Look, Ma. <laughs> All right. Let's open the chest. Um, I really don't want to do it out here in the middle of the ocean in case something bad happens. I think we need to know what's we, in it. Yeah, we need to open that chest. Loot. At least look. 
I want to open the chest. I'm not opening the chest. I want to open the chest. <laughs> okay, so you want to walk over to the chest? So as he opens it, I run the opposite direction. Okay. Like as far away from the chest as I can get. Okay. Is it blast powder? <laughs> Cherry bombs? <laughs> so, Roscoe, you walk over. Slick, are you with him? I'm just watching. Distance from? Probably 10 foot. Okay, so you're you're about halfway... You're. At that point, because the boat's only about twenty foot, right, right, right. So it's not. I, I'm keeping a yeah, you're, you're slight distance. You and Sassafras are kind of keeping your right. distance. And, okay. and, oh no, I am far, far, far away. And, okay. by, and by the way, whenever I mean I'm going to open the chest, I run up there and I open it up. You just fling like, it like open. I'm excited to open okay. this up. So you run up to this chest and you go to open it, and kind of in the back of your head, you're thinking to yourself, "Don't chests generally have latches?" That are that is holding it shut. This one does not have any latches. Like it looks like it's just closed. Shoot, free loot. You grab it with your hands and fling it open. And as you do, greeting you on the inside of this chest on a bed of rags is a goblin clothed in rags whose eyes at this point snap open. Oh, I want to close it. And <laughs> I want to close it. I want to close just, it. All right, so you, you thunk close the chest wanna, real quick. I want to sit on top of it. And you just hear. At this at this point, I'm running up to him, screaming, pick it up, let's throw it over. <laughs> let's, let's throw it over. You, Is it a you baby feel, goblin or like an adult goblin? It's really hard. It's not a child. You don't feel like it's a child goblin. Okay, because if it was a child goblin, I would adopt it. But if it's not, then it's okay. He, you suddenly, you just, you, you know how if, if you're sitting on something and somebody kind of hits it with their fist, you can feel the vibrations. You hear a thump, 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 thump coming from the chest. Hello, who's there? You, you can't hear anything. You just, <laughs> sorry, we're not open at the moment. I'm going to wave to um, Slick over here like, come on, come on, come on. Uh, I'm already there. <laughs> well, he can't do anything, you guys. I yes, mean, all can. of his buddies aren't here. <laughs> Dump him overboard. <laughs> Dump him overboard. All right. <laughs> We're dumping him overboard. <laughs> overboard. <laughs> okay. So, with, I mean, it's not hard. This chest is not heavy for the two of you if you wanted to work in, in junction to throw it up over One. the... Definitely. So, <laughs> all right. So, you throw... Um, well, you... Okay. I'm sorry. Let's back this up a little bit. So, you jump off of it to throw it off. And as soon as you jump off of it, the lid flies open. And kind the goblin cool. stands up in the... <laughs> Can I, like, close it on his... You want to, like, turn around and yeah. push it closed? Yeah. Um, do me a strength check, because he's going to try to resist you. 18. Oh, you definitely. <laughs> you just... You jump off, and he sees his opportunity, so he slings the lid open. He stands up real quick, <laughs> and you see that. You reach over, grab the lid, and just smash it down, and you just see four little fingers now stuck... <laughs> between the the lid and the chest and you just see him kind of doing this like wiggle action and you just hear i'm so sad for this goblin uh so you're you're holding the lid and you can feel he's trying to like push with his other hand and at the same time pull his other fingers back so maybe we should give this goblin one shot at I mean, I can kill it, no problem. I'm, I've he, got plenty of arrows. Okay, why don't you aim it at him? I can charm person. All right, I, that's what I'll do. I'll aim the crossbow at him. Yeah, yeah. And then I want to open it. You want to open it? I, open I've it. I've got my crossbow aimed at him. He's, he just, as soon as you open it, he just throws his hands up, like in a surrender motion. 
And he just said, don't shoot! Don't shoot! Please! Please don't shoot! What's your name? What? Why do you want to know? We don't negotiate with traitors. How am I a traitor? What's your name? Snotrag. Oh, hi, Snotrag. Hello? So we're going to the mainland. Do you want to make it to the mainland? Why are you going to the mainland? Because we don't want to be on this blasted island that we just left. What's wrong with my island? We're not goblins. I thought something was a little strange about you three. So, what were you doing on the island? Our ship uh, kind of went crashed in it. I want to use charm person on the goblin. Okay. Uh, he has to defeat a. Is it a wisdom saving throw? Oh no. Yes, it is. Yeah, he fails horribly. He rolled a five. So, what do you like about your island, Snotrag? My family lives there? You know, you could probably meet a nice female goblin at the mainland. I, get married, have kids, and go back. I don't need kids. I have stuff. You can go back to your stuff. Well, obviously not. You're kind of stealing my boat. I mean, if you want to go my back home. to... Your, you can take the boat. We just want to go to the mainland. You can have it back. But you can swim. You can swim. You can swim, too. <laughs> He kind of takes a step back as far as he can in the chest, realizing that he probably needs to choose his words a little more carefully. So tell me about Blurt. Oh, he looks at you, and when he, when he looks at you, Sassafras, his whole demeanor changes. What, a, what about Blurt? How did he become ruler? That, that was a long time ago. I'm trying to remember. Like 60 years yeah. ago? Yeah. 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 I was I was just a child back then. You want to know more? Like, what exactly do you want to know about Blur? You want to know how he became the the chief? Yeah, I'm a little curious how a non-goblin becomes ruler of a goblin town. Well, <clears throat> he kind of at this sits down on his rags and he kind of puts his hand behind like he's propping up on it, and he crosses his legs, and you realize the clothes is that he's wearing at this point is is really just rags that he has just pieced together more tied at the shoe well okay almost think um toby or what's his name from harry potter i don't remember the, the goblin's name anyway kind of like that just just he he's very dirty but talking to sassafras he's very laid back he said well to the best of my remembrance blurt came around while we were trying to hunt him and he had a partner but we could never find his, his partner, but we did find Blurt out in the woods. He was able to cast magic, as he calls it. He was able to anticipate the weather changes, and he was able to almost manipulate nature. I can do that. I can manipulate nature. You can do magic? Oh, yeah. And you see Sassafras over there? She can oh, do yes, magic, Sassafras. too. She's she... my best friend. Oh. Cool. You can have... Philip, I'll take snot rag. Yeah, we can do both magic. And and, and where we're going, we can do a lot of magic too. Is magic common in the other parts of the world? Yeah, too. I mean, like, I mean, of course, rare magic, you know, like high level magic is a little bit rarer, but basic level magic of that type of stuff, of what Blart is doing, is real easy stuff. He's a pretty powerful user of magic. 
He's weak. You can tell when you said that, like it's almost an insult to him that you would speak poorly about Blurt. Is there is there a flame near us? You got no. I would say no because you guys never lit a fire Don't you be or playing any with any fire the, on a boat. The lanterns or anything. Oh, a door. A door is a trap door going below the. Okay, deck. well, it, I want to use my cantrip of demolishing, and I can swing it open and close. Okay. And so, like, I want to, I want to like, watch this, and then I like stick out my hand at it, and I like. He jumps up and like hides behind the chest. That stuff is easy, man. His eyes are, are very large right now. He, he just says, are, are, so are you all powerful users of magic? Not me. Not powerful yet. Working on it. Now, now Slim over here, he's an excellent shot with his crossbow. Well, I'm a great shot with a crossbow. Why don't you let me show you? That's okay. Fine. You want another broken finger? He just kind of looks down at his hands, which are red and probably a little bit of blood at this point from being shoved into the the chest. Well, I'll tell you what, Snotrag. We're just trying to get to the main island. Once we get there, we'll give you back your boat. You can take it back to your island state. You can do whatever you want. We just need this boat to get us to the main island. Will I get to keep all my stuff? Yes. Yep. Okay. You just have to be nice to us from... Until we get there. I'll be very nice to you, Sassafras. Well, thank you. I'm not going to be nice to you. Well, He's not nice to anybody, so it's okay. I'll just... Stay out of my way? I'll stay out of your way. I'll stay out of your way. Okay. Okay. Do you have food? What do you want? Well, meat, preferably about four days old, would be ideal. I have some snake. Oh. About four days old, rotten, little smelly. Uh, it could be that way. That's In about it. three days. <laughs> Delicious. I'll give him some snake. I, ooh, he takes it very quickly. And um, you notice he pulls from his back. He's got a little dagger. And he kind of uh, starts kind of whittling off some pieces as he's working behind the, the, the chest. And as he's doing so, he looks up and realizes you guys are all there. And he walks over. And he's kind of at the stern of the ship, the back of the ship. And he kind of moves crates around. He almost builds himself like a little barricade of barrels and crates and everything. Not very large, maybe like four or five foot or so, that he can just kind of... For lack Have of his better own word. space. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. He's got the chest spun around, so it's like his little bed area that he can go into when he wants. And he's just going to sit there, and for the most part, he's going to mind his own business. Sounds good. To the mainland. All right. Um, so it's going to be you know, all night long. You're going to be out on the, on the ocean without any, any troubles. Um, eight hours comes and goes. Dawn is starting to come around and you're a little like the, as you can see the mainland, you're getting close, but you know, you probably have at least a full another 24 hours before you'll actually reach the, the mainland at least. And that's if everything goes to your favor, that the wind is blowing in the correct direction and everything. Can you check the weather again? I checked the weather again. Okay. So checking the weather again. Oh. That doesn't um, sound good. <laughs> I, roll, I rolled in that one. Um. <laughs> the weather is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you do a quick kind of check of the weather, and you get a sense of 
not terror, but dread of thunderstorms and rain and just general, it's going to be a really bad morning, kind of in the uh, afternoon. Guys, I think we're in for trouble. What are we going to do? Go faster? <laughs> I think we're going about as fast as we can go. You just see a little green head pop up and over and say, what do you mean we're going to have trouble? Um, looks like there's some thunderstorms heading our way. You know how Blunt predicted the weather patterns? Yes. Well, she can do that too. Are you related to Blurt? No. I mean, come on, I'm much cuter than Blurt. I don't know, he's pretty good looking. That's right, I forgot you're a goblin, you have like no taste. He looks rather disgusted. Your charm person is worn off by this point. Yeah. Um, and he just he just says, well, fine. You figure it out. And sits back down on his uh. little side. And hey, meat rag. Snot rag. He doesn't answer. <laughs> meat rag. Snot rag. Meat rag. What? Hey, snot rag. What? What? Do what? you want to keep this bowl in one piece? Yeah, it's kind of my... Well, then you may want to help us out through these storms. I guess I could. I'm not the best with a boat. So you're not the best with the boat, but you own a boat? Well, I haven't really been out in the big ocean. For the most part, any time that I do any sailing, it's it's around the island. So can this thing go any faster? If he look kind of glances up towards the the sails and checks it and whatnot, and he says, "If you're catching full wind, you you're going pretty as fast as you're gonna be able to." I I have a question for you. You own a big boat by yourself. It's not a big boat. It's a small boat. Yeah, it's but it's a big boat for one goblin. Well, my job uh, for the island was to go around and help gather food and supplies and I would sail around the island looking for debris from broken ships that maybe has washed up and I would sail around when I see something of interest I would jump out swim over pick it up bring it back to the boat and then bring it back to the village for use however the elders saw fit well I and I would occasionally keep a few things to myself because I mean come on I guess we're gonna have to weather the storm yeah, um, there's really nowhere you could go right now to escape it. Like, you're pretty much going to be stuck in this storm. I guess we're going through the storm. I guess we're just going to keep going towards the mainland then. Okay. Are you going to... All right, so let's do this. So, time progresses, and the seas begin to get choppy, and the winds start to get pretty hard. Remember how your boat's leaning from being with the wind? Um, it is beginning to lean it even more probably going to take down the sail okay so you want to take the sail down entirely or did you want to like roll it up? we go to at least half mask all right so you can go to half mask that's that's as high as you want to go yeah so you go to half mask and the storm starts to brew in the distance you see lightning strikes hitting down into the ocean and black clouds are swirling and just the the water you can see the sheets of water coming down from the clouds as it's approaching you you know to the best of your guesstimation that you have maybe 30 minutes before this storm is going to overtake your vessel is there anything you want to do in preparation you have the the mast or the sails at half mast 
there's not really anything else to do. Okay. Um, I wouldn't think. Hey, um, what else do you have on this boat that, you know, that can help us out? Help you out how? By not being flooded and destroyed. Well, I have um, down in the hold, and he points down low where you were kind of like doing that, the trap door opening and closing. He says, I have buckets. I have a bunch of rope. Um, and that's about it that I can think well, of. Well, we can get buckets. And buckets? Yeah, at least we can get some of the water out. Okay. He wants to go down there. We'll get, get some it. buckets, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, you guys kind of pull the buckets out. Anything else you want to do before? The, the storm is about to hit. So I'm asking if there's anything else you want to do. We're going to do a series of checks of events that occur while you're on the boat. Get the rope. I want to get the rope. Okay. Might wanna... need it. Might need it for something. Might okay. So you've got like a, a, a piece of rope kind of slung over your shoulder, you know, over one yep. shoulder and down across your waist on the other type thing. Okay. Slick. Are you doing the same thing or no? Yeah. Okay. Doing the same thing. Sassafras? I'm trying to decide if I should be down in the... I was just wondering if you're going to tie yourself up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was kind of just thinking about being down in the trap hole or trap door because I'm little and I could get flung around and stuff. Whatever you want to do. Good idea. I'm going to go down in the trap door down there. Okay. So you can go down below no problem. Um... I also want to sling uh, a bucket and some rope over to uh, Snot Rags. Okay. That way he can help, too. I got you. So you you kind of hand some stuff over to Snot, and what he you, you as you're doing so, you see him walking around, and he's taken some rope and tied it off to himself, and he's lashed it onto some little hooks that are on the side of the boat as well. He is just kind of looking off at the storm with jittery anticipation he is nervous and not very happy about what's happening but realizes that it is a fact of life and there's nothing that he can really do you know what probably wouldn't hurt us to tile why mean you tied or something yeah <laughs> that means that if water starts flooding we can't really do anything about cut, it yeah we cut the rope he's got enough like just if you're like for snot rag he's probably got about 10 foot of rope like between That's him plenty. and where he's got it tied off. You on one side, me on the other. Okay. Okay. All right. So the storm begins to rage. The waves have begun to crush into the side of the boat. You are starting to feel when the boat is going up a wave, it's not like the wave is smaller than the boat. The waves are much larger than the boat. So you are starting to go up a wave and down a wave. And it was actually taking a while for you to actually get over these gigantic waves. Um, so the wind at this point is beginning to become ferocious and you notice your sail being at half mast is beginning to, um, almost shake and you can tell that it's actually starting to fray from the excess looseness of it. And the boat every now and then when it's catching a a full gust is almost pulling the boat over. Take it down. Well, we don't need to take, I don't want to take down the sail. I just want to roll it all the way up. Okay. You could like pull up on the pulley, but since you didn't secure the sail, you're not going to be able to fully get it tied down. You know what I'm saying? You could try, but that's going to be a risk, because you're going to have to climb the actual mast during this storm since it started. What do you Your doing? call. 
I am tied up to the thing, right? You are. That I is correct. I want to climb it. Okay. Let's also get something else figured out. Are you in your armor or are you out of your armor? No, I'm not in my armor. So you've taken your armor I've off? I've taken my armor off. Stashed it down below deck, yes. keeping it safe. Okay. So I am going to need from you an athletics check as you are going to have to climb up this mast and secure. I want to use my luck. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, for our listeners that are aware, the sword that Roscoe attuned to, it provided him with the ability to have the feet luck. The, whoever the user is attuned to it has the feet luck. So he's going to go ahead and use it. He rolled a six on his first dice. Nat 20. Nat 20. Luck is lucky tonight. All right. So, um, Slick, you realize that this sale is beginning to kind of disintegrate and you look over at Roscoe and the two of you lock eyes and Roscoe just immediately without wasting a second begins to climb this sail and the wind is pelting off of him and everything else in his beard. Do you have a long beard or a short beard Roscoe? I wish I could give you an example. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. dwarves, like Gimli, like, 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 yes, just okay, like that. okay. So the beard is plastered against your face from the wind, just shining off. Um, your shirt is just stuck to your body from the wetness of the rain, and you, as you're preparing to climb, you like put one of your knives in your teeth, so you look like the traditional pirate, and you climb all the way up this mast, and you get to the top, and you look at home up here you look at balance and at ease almost for being a dwarf it just goes against every intuition you have but for whatever reason things are just making sense to you and you manage to kind of like sling the rope around the sail on one side and sling it on the other and you cinch it tightly and you manage to tie a perfect knot um, and you slide back down the post or down the mast and you land with a hard thud on the deck and you look over at Snotrag whose eyes right now are huge and just looking at you just as if you were a god. I want to like, I want to whip my hair like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a soap commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, very slowly. You can see, <laughs> you can see the rain come off my hair. Rot's uh, Snotrag just swoons and faints. <laughs> <laughs> and into his uh, into his homemade bed of the chest, and as he does so, he shifts it in such a fashion that the lid shuts down on top of him. Easy there, green bean. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first crisis superbly avoided. Um, so now the winds continue to rage, and the waves have begun to crest up and over the boat. Sassafras, you are down below deck, and you begin to realize that this vessel has been maintained by goblins. So there is a lot of craftsmanship errors uh, that have not been paid attention to, and it was not designed for the high seas. You are now at this point up to probably your shins in water, and it's not that you're necessarily... There's no hole in the hole, but the water coming from the top of the deck down is beginning to accumulate quite rapidly. How do you want to solve this problem? What is down below deck with me like? There's barrels and crates, buckets, ropes. Um, well, it doesn't do me good to yeah, there's just bucket them out. A bunch of scraps. There's coconuts kind of floating around on the top of the, the little bit of water that's down there. 
you know that right now it's not a problem, but if nothing is done and this storm continues like you know it's going to for the next couple hours, um, that there could be a problem. Um, I want to go and like stick my head out, like climb up and stick my head out of the little latch door and be like, hey guys, there's water down here. Do you think I'll be safe up here? Let's go get the water out with the buckets. This moment, we I'm can uh, we can hand the buckets to her, and I'll stand in the, on the ladder or whatever there, and then I'll hand them to him to throw off the ship. Then what we got a, a routine, like a bucket brigade right. type thing. Okay, uh, so is that what everybody wants to do? Yep. Sure. Yep. Okay, so you um, you all begin kind of this this whole bucket brigade style. We're not going to do any checks on that because that's a good idea. So we're just going to let it go, and you see the top of the lid flop open of the chest, and Snotrag climbs out, and he sees what you're doing, and he jumps down with you, Sassafras, and grabs a bucket, and he's now helping as well. Um, but he doesn't understand the concept of teamwork, so what he's doing is he's scooping a bucket of water, and he's throwing it up onto the deck, where the water is just coming right back down into the... Uh, into where the current water... He gets an A for effort. So he's... Yeah, he's working his little tush off. Trying... He thinks he's helping being a part of the crew. Um, So you guys, without any trouble, accomplish that. While the two of you, uh, Roscoe and Slick, are up on the deck, a giant wave hits. And this is not a wave that is like one of those slow sloping waves. This is like a wave has broke on top of the ship. By doing so, all those crates and barrels that the little snot rag had moved are now hurtling across the ship at both of you. I need both of you to roll me um, either. Uh, yeah, you can either do an athletics or acrobatics. an acrobatics. Whatever you want to do, do me a saving saving throw. Twelve. Okay. Eighteen. Okay. So, Slick, you see one coming at you, and you realize you're not going to be able to get out of the way in time. So you kind of brace for the impact, and it hits you. And as it does, it, it hurts you. Um, it's going to deal you just a little bit of bludgeoning damage. You only take two bludgeoning damage. Um, but it bounces off of you and into the railing, and it hits the railing of the ship and actually shatters the railing and goes overboard. The, the one that's coming at you, Roscoe, you see it coming. And with one hand, you're able to kind of reach out and redirect it, kind of glance it off of you, and it just slides to the other side of the ship without any, any problems. Does it, scl- does it slide to slim? No, it does not slide into slim. No. Unless you wanted it to slide into slim, no. then you can. Slick. Oh, not slick. slim. Yeah, now you slick. got me saying slim. Slick. <laughs> okay, so um, with that... Without any trouble, this continues on for for a good while. Eventually, the storm begins to subside. The buckets aren't becoming such a problem anymore since you've done such a good job tying the sail up. The sail is completely intact for the most part. All of the barrels and crates mostly are on the ship. Probably about four or so have found their way into Davy Jones' locker. And with that, it is probably about two in the afternoon. And you still know that you, you are maybe another full day or so of, of sailing before you'll be able to get to the mainland but the the storm has subsided and you have successfully made it through unscathed for the most part I'm going to take a rest just a short rest 
if anything. Okay. I'm going to wring out my hair. <laughs> all right. So you're wringing your hair out. And as you guys are all kind of doing your thing, wandering around the, the boat and, and maybe kind of eating a little bit, um, you realize that you are getting pretty darn thirsty. I pull um, out my canteen. Oh, you guys have a canteens? Yes. Oh, then never mind. You guys just drink some water and you're fine. I was going to ask you how you were going to handle that problem, but um, you have that solved. So no problemos. So little snot is looking very, very proud at this moment as he's kind of walking around the ship, almost acting not necessarily like he's in charge, but he felt like he was a part of a team and that he helped accomplish a task and very happy that he was able to save his boat and realizing that he might actually have a chance at making it back to his home. Can I... uh, Uh, I want to go give uh, Snot Rags a high five and a a pat on the back. Good job, everybody. Thank you. I want to come up uh, behind them and also give them a good old pat, like, good job. You you pat him, and he's looking. uh, If you look real close, you might even see that he's starting to kind of get a little tear in his eye. And he just says, thank, thank you, if you'll excuse me. He walks over to his chest, gets in it, and closes his chest behind him. So. To the mainland. To the mainland. All right. So we're not going to have any more. You guys are sailing along without any problem. The rest of the day goes by. You eat your food. You drink your water. The, the, the seas are a little bit rough, but you're able to maintain pretty steady course getting to the mainland. So day will come. Night will come. Morning um. will come. Even though I'm not a bard, is there a musical instrument? Do you have a musical instrument? No. <laughs> uh, we will see. He's got a bunch of items on the boat. There's a chance. Um, he has got... You kind of are rummaging through his things. Not in like a thief mode manner, so he's not worried too much about you stealing stuff, I guess. But you do come across an accordion. Like one of those old school single bellow accordions, but it has a hole in the leather of it, so it's unable to do the compression for the noises. I was going to play one of my dwarven songs on it. Uh, no, I don't know how a dwarven song would sound on an accordion. Don't look at me <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, man, we'll never find out. Yeah, since there's a hole in it. <laughs> There's a hole in the bucket. Snot rags, is this the only musical instrument you have? Uh, I've got... He thinks to himself for a second. He says, yeah, I think I have something in one of these barrels. And he kind of jumps up into a barrel and his feet are straight up in the air. And his little gown reveals a little more than you probably would appreciate. And he kind of jiggles and wangles and works his way down into this barrel where he just disappears. And then all of a sudden you just see a green little hand stick up and he's holding an accordion. Not an accordion, I'm sorry. A, uh, a, a harmonica is what I'm looking for. I'm going to take the harmonica and I'm going to do a little tune. Do a little tune? All yeah. right. Just, just a little tune. Do me a performance check. A what? Performance check. 18. Okay. Woo! So you touch it to your lips and you feel pretty at home. I mean... It's not really all that hard. You just kind of breathe in, breathe out, a little bit of a tune, jiggle, you know, get your feet going, a little snot rag is, is kind of bobbing back and forth a little bit, listening to it and realizing that he would never be able to perform such a 
masterpiece in his mind <laughs> is, is enjoying it. Anything else that you all want to do on this boat before we just kind of fast forward to the mainland? No, that's about it for me. To the mainland. To the mainland. To the mainland. Okay. So I gotta go get my mouse. Oh, you're you mean yeah, you're Herman, little... yeah, I gotta go get Herman. Where's Herman at? He's in the he's in the capital. Your mouse is in the capital of Bartow? Yeah. At oh. a pet store. He's they they're holding it for me. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, I do wanna say in between the trips, um, I do put my armor back on. Okay. So you've got armor back on now. Yep. Okay. So the the, the sun rises. Snotrag is passed out, just snoring very loudly. He is not a quiet sleeper. You realize you are very, very, very close to the mainland. Um, the beach spreads its out to the, I guess this would be in the north and the south. Um, and it is just that sandy beaches, pretty much. You could pretty much go in anywhere that you wanted, set in anywhere that you wanted. There is no villages, no cities, nothing that stands out to you as a civilization, if you will. Um, but the the location that you're going to is very foresty. Not rainforest, but like think um, trees, heavy trees, dense ve- vegetation, very green, think redwoods almost, that type of forest, right? And it's pretty close to the the beach. So, do you guys just want to just get as close as you can to the beach? Yeah. Jump yeah, we'll off get, and yeah. walk up? Yeah. Okay. That wouldn't be a problem. Snotrag kind of takes over the boat and everything, and he walks up to Sassafras, and he just hugs you Aww. and says... Thank you for not killing me. And then he walks over to Slick and shakes your hand and then walks over to Roscoe and reaches out to shake your hand. Are you sure you don't want to come with us? No, I want to go back to my home. All right. He hugs you. I want to hug him back <laughs> one time. You are overtaken by a smell of just... just I want to... Good luck, little buddy. He uh, he says, okay, bye-bye. Get off my boat now. Can we, we give off. him the rest of our old snake meat that we're not going to eat? Yes. Yes, I want to do that. Okay. You give him kind of a supply yeah. and everything. He's very, very grateful for that. He takes it and you see he puts it in his bed, which is nasty. But Now, Snotrag, if we happen to come back to that island, are you going to be nice to us and let everyone know that we're friendly? Nope. Then bye. <laughs> That's the no. If I do that, then I'll be considered an outcast. We're not supposed to be nice to outside people. Well, then you won't see us ever again. Okay. I appreciate it. We were nice to you. You were, and I was nice to you. True. See you, little buddy. Bye-bye. Go on the shore. Bye bye. Bonjour. Bye bye. Bonjour. Get out of here. Au revoir. Aloha. All right. So the three of you jump over. And it's pretty fairly close to the shore. Roscoe, you're going to struggle with the armor, but we'll say you managed to kind of sidle your way up. Um, Looking up and down the shore, you see if you go north, there is an alcove of rocks, which leads to kind of like a cave opening. To the south looks like just more beach, or you can go straight into the forest. Which way? 
straight, uh, that would be, hold on, I'm trying to think now my map, west. Um, can I do like a perception check? I want to see if like... Yeah, like, yeah, roll me a yeah. perception check. In fact, everybody roll me a perception check. Six. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay, so Sassafras and Roscow. Looking north at where the alcove of rocks was, you see a slight trail of smoke, like coming from maybe a fire. Are any of us familiar with this area at all? Like, have we been here before? I would, I don't think so. This is um, probably a location that none of you have ever really been to. So with that information, what do you want to do? Go up to the smoke. Be friendly. You don't know how to be friendly. I won't talk. That'll be a first. What do you say? What's the goal of trying to make friends and see where we're at? All right, let's go see. We don't know. It could be a forest fire. That doesn't mean there's people up there. <laughs> it, it's, it's a small you. fire. Only you, <laughs> Only you can prevent <laughs> forest fire. We want to, and we want to kind of be a little stealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to yeah. just be obvious. Hey, we're right. here. You know, so I want to just skip up to him. You want to just walk down the beach? Yeah, I'm just gonna be skipping. Okay. Oh my lord. So you're just kind of skipping, and I want along the way while you guys are. How are the two of you approaching? I'm kind of near the woods. Okay. I'm trying not, to be I'm, a little stealthy as I'm going. I'm not trying to be hidden, but I'm not trying to be out in the open. You know, okay, so you're just kind of coming, kind of like he is. You're you're staying off the beach and kind yeah. of in the woods, but you're not trying to like duck from tree to tree and bush yeah. to bush. You're just walking. Yeah. I want all of you again to roll me another perception check. You're getting much closer now. Unnatural 20. Okay. 12. Four. Okay, so you two are... are going through without any trouble walking through the forest sassafras as you're walking you see very large footprints and you hear a muffled sound of almost somebody trying to yell coming from up ahead in the in the rocks in the kind of like cave alcove area okay so i stop and i try to get their attention but like not by yelling i'm like Hey guys over here like waving my right. arms and stuff i would say you guys could see that you guys aren't far at all so so i'm like waving to him to come here i want to show him the footprints i'll, I'll go okay look at Me these too. footprints so they're very large footprints but they're footprints without shoes but they are definitely humanoid footprints it's bigfoot like big footprints would we know what footprint these you ones? you could guesstimate based off of just knowledge of the land that they might be ogres and the two of you also when you come down to sassafras are able to hear a little bit of that muffled yelling i don't think they're looking to make friends uh, i don't think so either we gonna kill some ogres they're pretty bad and scary yeah, or are we going the other direction? Well, I feel like I'm hearing something. I don't know about you guys. Do you hear that? I'm also hearing that. Yeah, I hear it. Sounds like somebody's in distress. Do we want to help them or just keep going? Depends on how many. Wait, is there like just one set of footprints? That's all you see, yes, right now in the sand. Well, if we can stealthily make our way up there and see what's going on, that would be great. Can I become a crab? Yeah, yeah, you'd seen a crab at this point. I'd Are say. we? I mean, because I can't be aquatic, but that's not really. Yeah, it's not aquatic. You, 
just don't go like swimming, swimming or anything yeah. for is an extended it, amount of time. Is it like on the beach? Like if I'm a crab, am I going to be weird walking around in like a forest land? No, no. So <laughs> it's, 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 it's just like the rocks off of the beach. Okay, so a crab would be found. Yeah, in it'd a be place. absolutely in place. It okay. wouldn't be. Then I want to turn into a crab and go up and check it out. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting a very goblin village sense here again. So are the two of you hiding and just kind of waiting? Yeah, we're we're gonna wait. Okay, I want to do something. Okay, wait, what do you want to do, Roscoe? Are we going back to the forest? Or are we still on the beach? We're just kind of kind of trying to stay uh, at the edge of the forest. I would say. Okay, so. There's like trees around the edge, right? Yes. I want to get my rope and, you know, like two trees, right? Uh-huh. I want to tie one rope to the other tree. Okay. I want to tie the other rope to the other tree. So you, I'm making like a trap. Like a trip wire. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's no problem. Uh, that's, a, that's a good idea. Like, are you... Okay, let me ask you this. Are you tying it high or low? I'm tying about up to a dwarf's... Head. So about three foot, three yes. and a half foot tall. Yep. Okay. Good idea. All right. So no problem. You you managed to cinch it up. Slick. You see him doing that, and the two of you, after doing, just kind of keep a watchful eye for anything that might change. So, Sassafras, you are currently a crab, and you are sidestepping as you climb through the sand and you come up over the rocks. You come to the site of a campfire that is large and just kind of shambled together and you can assume that it would be have have been made by these ogres giants whatever they may be creatures you do not see any of the ogres or giants in the area but you do see a bedroll actually see two bedrolls that might belong to kind of like one or two of them that are empty there's nothing in them and you see a pile of like broken wagons, broken barrels, just kind of piled up in one corner. And you see a post sticking out of the ground with a young boy, a young half-elf boy tied to this post. He has a blindfold tied around his face, and he has a giant wad of rags shoved in his mouth. And he is tied with his hands behind them the pole and he's the one that you can gather was probably making the commotion that you heard can i now i can't use spells and when i'm correct if, if they're verbal or somatic yeah because you you can't yeah as a crab you can't do somat, somatic you in other words like use symbols with your right. hands you can't speak so no you can't do spells okay can i go and like how thick is the twine holding him like i want to see if i can use my lobster Oh, I'm going to say no. That would, no. Good idea, but no, I don't think that would be feasible. There's no way your claws could reach up that high. Yeah, and and even even if you could climb to it, a a lobster claw isn't really good for cutting. Like I said, I get where your mind's going. It's a good idea, but I'm going to say no. Okay, I want to, do I hear anybody else? Like, do no, I hear you don't anywhere? hear any sound of like people walking, snoring, laughing, eating, pooping, nothing. Try to think if I should come out of lobster form and free him. I think I'm going to do that because I'm still little. Okay. So I'm going to pop out of lobster form, grab like. There is no reaction from this, this child. He doesn't see me. Correct. Yeah, so I want to do that. I want to take my scimitar and um, 
cut it. Okay. And then be like, I'm getting you out of here. Be quiet or he, something like that. You just. You, but he can't do anything because I'm not gagging him yet because I don't want him but to. But you like, cut his hands off. I'm holding his hand. Not his hands off, but like you. Right. But I'm holding him. I'm not letting go of him. Okay. Like I have him by his hand. Like I'm holding his hand. Okay. Um, like, wait, 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 wait. Like holding his hand like another human being holds a hand in a, a like. No, like I have like, like his wrist, like. Oh, okay. So you're trying to restrain him. Yeah, essentially. like I want to hold him and like guide okay. him and pull him. You away. just hear him go. Okay, I'll take his, I'll take, I'll take his mouthpiece out, but I'm like, shh, be quiet. He said, uh, "Who are you?" I'm here to help you. Did my dad send you? Uh, no, I don't know who your dad is. Oh, okay. Are there no, are there no more giants? Um, I don't know where they are, so we gotta go. Okay. Where are we going? Can you take... Can I Can I look? Can I see? Yeah, so I take his mask thing off. Okay, you take him off. And at, I mean, at this point, it's obvious. Very distinct features of a half-elf um, young boy standing in front of you. No more than age, probably nine years old. Um, he's dressed not poorly, but not... He's just average, I would say. Um, just britches and, and a t-shirt. Uh, maybe a couple tears in him or something from resisting and he just he looks at you and says which way i want to pull him back to where they're waiting for me okay so you round the corner uh with him in tow and you see the two of them and you two see her and the boy come running up okay so i want to take down my um trap okay you want to untie it and everything okay i would like to ask the boy where he's from i'm just uh from a couple miles from here up northwest well, let's get out of like right here where the, they are somewhere. Yeah, can we here. please? Because they're, yeah, they're go. going to come right back. They're going to eat me. Okay. Can we move quickly, please? Yes, let's go. Okay. And he doesn't lead. Like he's he's a child. He's looking to you guys to kind I'm of. I'm still like, I've moved from like holding his wrist so he doesn't run to like holding his hand. Like, come on, let's go. Like, you know. Okay. And he said northwest, right? Correct. So we're going to go northwest. Okay. So you guys kind of start heading that way through the jungle, running and everything else. And a couple minutes goes by, and he just kind of says, I think we might have lost them. Keep going. Okay. Okay. So he, he keeps running. He's starting to heave and wheeze from exhaustion. And I'm going to pick him up and put him on my back. And, and just kind of keep yeah. going. Hold okay. on. All right. So how far do you guys want to go before you kind of slow down your pace? I don't know. I got little legs, too. Remember that. I can probably tote you too. <laughs> um, probably at least a half mile. Okay. All right. So you guys, what, do you want to do something, Roscoe? Sorry. Yeah, to, I want to ask him. Like, do you know where you live? Um, just said northwest. Yeah, if you take me northwest out of these woods, I can. If if we keep traveling in this direction, we should get to the road, and then I can take us to my house. Okay, let's go to okay. the road. And so you guys get, eventually, the, the trees break, and there is now a, not a well-traveled road, um, but there is a road in front. He says, this is it, this is it. And he points south on the road. All right. And he says, this way, this way. So I guess we're going that way. Okay, so you guys kind of all start heading down the road, and he's piggybacked on the, on the back of you. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to go ahead and call it for the night. Good job, everybody. Thank you for listening in. We hope you all have a wonderful weekend. We will see you all next Friday when we find out who this boy is and uh, what they're doing. Adios.